Hello. Alan Chaney is currently preoccupied watching the 92 Royal Rumble and is unable to join your podcast. As such, I will be joining in his place. I am an advanced artificial intelligence kept up on, on track with current meme culture via Twitter. This is actually pretty sophisticated. Yeah, this is some... It sounds, it sounds uncanny. Sounds, this technology is incredible. Should we take it for a spin? I mean, it's too bad we can't get you know the real Alan here to judge, so... Alan, tell us a joke. Or AI Alan, tell us a joke. Please confirm you would like me to assume podcast co-host duties. Assume podcast co-host duties, please. Hey, what's up, bitches? <laughs> yeah, it sounds just like Alan. It Perfect. is. It's me, Alan. A-I-Island. We'll see you on the island. A-Island? A-Island. Thank you for joining us, A-Island. You ready to get it, some shit done? It's good to be here, David. Boy, you sure are a real bean dad. <laughs> Um, thank you? No problem, buddy. Boy, this podcast sure makes me want to impeach my wet-ass pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, everybody. We have a new and improved uh, this episode. Uh, I am your host, David King. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Kayla King. Hello. (laughs) And... The new and improved Island, Island, A Island Cheney. <laughs> Boy, it sure is a real overthrow the Senate going on in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to work out swimmingly. He's been updated for current year, I see. Or is yes, still- I, I have been updated for the year 2021. <laughs> I wonder if we could actually, like, I wonder how far we could set set the tech back if we, like, you know, broke warranty and messed with it. Uh, let's not break warranty. Yeah, we still need him for this episode. That's fair. Hey, uh, since uh, normally, you know, real Alan would be here to, you know, talk about how he's the host and we got to sit down and shut up um, because it's creepy cooking staff. I think it's only appropriate we let um, AI Island, I'm going to get a- used to that eventually. AI Island. AI Island. Uh, lead us into this, uh, into this uh, particular episode. What, what say you? Oh, well, thanks Thanks a lot for giving me the privilege. You and Kayla sure are very good friends. <laughs> happy to help, buddy. Friends. friends. Happiness. Co- what is this feeling? <laughs> it's called... Um, oh, okay, we got to be careful. It's starting to become self-aware. Oh, God. We can't do... Am anything. I love... Is this love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Is this Hadaway? <laughs> How do I? Ah! Not God! Ah! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, there's sparks everywhere! Quick, get an extinguisher! It's on fire! Ah! Ah, shit! The robot exploded. Ah, uh, Alan! Ah, oh, goddamn it! I'm so sorry. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. Ah, uh, it's fine. Ah, uh, we were. We, I mean, I don't want to like interrupt with you. Interrupt the thing you were doing. It's just like uh, things are going it. fine. It's. Didn't... You, you guys argue. didn't teach it about friendship, did you? We, um, were we not supposed to teach it about friendship? You absolutely were not supposed to teach the robot about friendship. <sighs> I, mean, I, I didn't know. You didn't send me a user manual before time. That wasn't yes, in I the, did. 
That wasn't in the instructions. I mean, well, I, you wait, you you mean he Alan sent you the instructions, but not me? Yeah, I, I got them, but it didn't. It was hard to read because it basically read like stereo instructions. So <laughs> after a certain point, to be fair, I, I was pretty drunk when I wrote them. <laughs> yeah. So instead of French, he, I think maybe. Oh, oh, okay. Um, when he used the word diarrhea, I think that was the word that was used in place of friendship. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, I knew we weren't supposed to tell the robot about diarrhea. Yes. But I think what he meant yeah. was for friendship. No, that's, that's also true. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, so neither of those things. Okay. Well, listen, I feel bad about that. Maybe, uh, maybe we can, uh, keep you occupied while we're fixing the robot. Cause like, I'll fix it. Well, I was going to watch the 1992 Royal Rumble for the 17th time, but I guess. Well, I mean, this thing is kind of your kind of your baby, so. Yeah, it it, uh, it is. I do consider it to be my child, and you murdered it. <laughs> I, I meant the podcast, not the. No, now I feel really bad. Okay, I know. Yeah. Tell you what, I'll get the push broom and I'll start. You know, seeing if I can find those stereo instructions. Wait, oh, and... no, wait, 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 waiting. Are, are, are you telling me is is what is what you're saying right now that this is an episode of Creepy Cooking Staff and you were about to do it with a robot instead of me? <laughs> um, uh, Alan, my friend, when you said David, David, David <laughs> I want you, I want you, I want you to say it. If it's true, I want you to say it back to me. Were you about to do? An episode of Creepy Cooking Staff with a robot instead of me. A semi-episode from a from a certain. It's a it's a contest, which is not a proper episode of. I am the host. I'm the host. <laughs> we're sorry. We are worms. Um, I'll be over here cleaning up the robot. You can. Um, I'll just. Um, it... Can you cue the music? There is. Cue the music! Cue the music! Future David, cue the music! So, there is a burning robot here. Part of my room is on fire. I'm the extinguisher. <laughs> ah! no, the warranty inspired on, expired on it. Okay, that's it's still. I guess it kind of. Hello works. there, and welcome to another episode of Creepy Cooking Staff. My name is Alan Cheney. I am your host, <laughs> and I am joined here by my co-hosts. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Kayla. I'm scared. <laughs> Did Alan say something about introducing the hosts? I'm still picking up the robot over here. And I'm joined by my husband, David. Hi. You married that robot? Yeah, I married a robot, apparently. (laughs) Wait, wait, I thought I was the robot. Because, I I mean, you know, Canary Tea robot. Are we we all robots? I don't think I'm a robot. Am I a robot? Hi, welcome to the newest episode of Creepy Cooking Staff, which is apparently also Blade Runner. (laughs) Hey, I'm getting drunk. Are there any girls there? (laughs) So uh, this is a, we're going to be reading our contest winners 
for the uh, creepy cooking stuff contest writing competition. That is, that is true. That is what we are doing. Uh, we had a writing contest where people took the prompts we have previously created in Creepy Cooking Staff, and we asked them to write stories based on those prompts, and then we judged them, and now we're going to read the top three. That's right. We had about nine entries overall, so thank you to everybody who who entered. Uh, we had to extend the deadline a little bit because we only had one person, one person, get in there before um, Halloween. Shout out to Bringer. Arnold mentioned yeah, just for getting the story getting the story in on time i'm like everyone else jesus i i don't i'm sorry i, I, I some, some of alan's salt rubbed off on me while i, I was picking up the robot <laughs> pieces and putting them in the recycling bin i actually don't blame people it's true i did put a lot of my salt on that robot <laughs> yeah I, I is this sea salt or rock salt uh it's my oh. sweat that i dried out <laughs> You shouldn't lick things where you don't know where they've been, Kayla. Don't make me throw up again. Oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. So what's our, uh, who's... Uh, Everyone enjoying that really disgusting mental image we always need? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, so, um... Me so, saving and drying out my sweat for salt? <laughs> that's one way to, that's one way to, uh put an end to salt mining practices i don't know um listen while we're here i just want to say i do appreciate when we extended the deadline we did get a lot more people in there and uh we got a grand total of of uh 10 entries nine of which were viable there was one that was not but was submitted anyway and i appreciate that nonetheless we might cover it in the future just because we appreciate it and we appreciate you you know who you are i saw what you did so (laughs) yeah you out there who sent in the story with all the racial slurs. <laughs> but that said, we have uh, we had to narrow it down from nine entries to three winners. Each of us took our own time getting that done and uh, compiling slash arguing about uh, who we thought deserved what spot. And I got to tell you, like every writing challenge we've done on UCA, it's it was it was a tough one. Like, it, this, I think, was our toughest one. Oh, absolutely. And we say that um, every time. No, that's not. Well, we kind of do. But not, I actually um, think it was. Yeah, I, I legit think this is the toughest one. I uh, out, out, out of the, like, so um, my rankings changed so frequently as I, like, went back and reread stuff. And, man, <clears throat> a lot, a lot of good shit in this, in this contest. There's so much good shit that actually one of the things... Uh, we are and you know the doing. best part the best part about it all being good shit is what? I get to take credit for it <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> it's Alan's show that uh, Alan and, and at this point Alan's segment on this show that caused these things to come into existence and really it's a weird feedback loop because a lot of the people who entered this contest were people who gave prompts to creepy cooking staff in the past that eventually grew into these like these these ideas so it's this yeah. beautiful cyclical Crazy. thing it's a circle it's this life. beautiful cyclical thing that i'm developing here <laughs> um you shouldn't try to explain it it takes all the magic out so mr lynch um <laughs> yeah uh, uh you were mentioning like it was so difficult because um 
to pick not just pick our winners what what else were we well it was difficult because we also uh we 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 had we picked we each picked our our personal top three which was also tricky and then we had to argue amongst ourselves to decide which of those how which ones correlated enough between the three of us there was an the, actual argument. I actually at one point flew over to California and, and punched David on the arm really hard. <laughs> it still hurts, yeah. admittedly. And I'm not going to lie, the second and third place winner, are, we, we were debating back and forth, like, who gets second, who gets third, because they were both so equally good. And and I had to try really hard, because I, I when I compiled the list of people who entered, I all the entries were sent to me. So I knew who submitted them and I had to distance myself from that part of it, but I didn't tell Alan or Kayla who had submitted. Yeah, the no, we had no there. idea. So no. we were, I was, I had to make the decision. I was trying to be kind of the arbiter because like, I didn't want to have it be based on who wrote the stories. It's the stories blind. Like, yeah, we always uh, that's, that's, that's what we actually do that as a constant in all the contests. If everyone is mm-hmm. aware. Yeah. Typically the Typically, the person who all the stories get sent to goes to the trouble of removing names from them before they send them out to people for mm-hmm. And I had to do that really early so that hopefully it would be expunged from my brain. Didn't really work for me, but at least I was able to protect. Um, <laughs> I was able to protect Alan and Kayla from the horrors of that was <laughs> that reality. So, um, so yeah, of our nine entries, we've narrowed it down to three winners, and I was starting to say we're actually going to potentially read three more of our personal preferences that didn't make the winner's cut. You know, we like to do honorable mention episodes every so often. So and, stay, and- I'm saying it right now, stay tuned, uh, you know, uh, two weeks after this, when we uh, have the honorable mentions episode. Well, it's not just that. Um, I think all our <laughs> choices were like, because for the most part, um, the winners here were somewhere in the top three or four. And then... Um, but then there, we would each have our own that were like, no, this is our second place, or this is our third, this is our first, and it was like all but, over the but place. It was, but but then the, that choice wasn't in everyone else's in the lower tier or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we have personal favorites, I will say. But um, we we did uh, based off our um, uh, based on a scoring system that uh, Kayla concocted that would. Help yeah cross correlate no yeah the, the the scoring for this one was rough i don't think uh if, if all of our lists were completely different mm-hmm. yeah they actually they really well, I mean, were but there was enough of a, of a relationship between the stories that we were able to make this work I, th- yeah. I think i think our first place was very close nonetheless it was always like the first place was somewhere in our top three for sure mm-hmm. whereas uh the other two were somewhere in our top four or top five yeah so and again, with nine entries, makes it really difficult. Yeah. That said, um, one other thing I want to touch on, though, before we get too much further. Um, six of the nine entries were about, were about two prompts. Anyone want to take a stab at... Uh, wait, no, we all know what those prompts are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give everyone... I don't an, know. Uh, I don't know, David. Now that it's established, we've all read all the stories. <laughs> Well, I just want to, I, I want to tell, I, I'll just put it out there. Uh, three of the stories were Sweet Eddie stories. The other three, three of the other stories were $240 pudding ritual stories. And the rest, the remaining three stories were mixed bag of different prompts. So I feel like that gives an impression of which, which prompts might have been the most popular of yeah. the ones we've come up with so far. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, that said, should we uh, should we go ahead and start reading the uh, the winners? Yeah. Uh, what's our... I think we should. All right. Uh, then take it away, boss. We begin with uh, our number three entry is I named him Eddie. Uh, who's the writer for that? Uh, let me get my notes. Uh, this is oh, this is Kylie Keen. Holy uh, shit, Animal Kylie? Fact Files. Wait, way to go, Kylie! Damn, <laughs> that's my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love you, Kayla. That was beautiful. <laughs> I thought that would make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how are we gonna? Who, how should we read this? Alan, you take it. Take it away. This is your fucking show. Uh, used to be that more people would come to Lake Calm, though it was never the most popular spot in the Land of Lakes. That's what they called it. The tourists, I mean. I've always just called it Keystone. There are lots of lakes in Keystone, Florida, and Lake Calm has itself settled right in the middle of the others. I once heard some lady with a big hat say something about Disneyland being bigger than the lake, but tourists say all kinds of things. It's not the biggest of the lakes, of course. That would be Keystone Lake, just southwest of Lake Calm. (laughs) That was the place most tourists went during the one month a year they showed up. Keystone Lake had jet ski rentals. Lake Calm was almost impossible to find. Look, my lake is bigger than your lake. (laughs) My lake can beat up your lake. The dirt road to the Lake Calm parking area was bordered by a chain-link fence on the left-hand side and Spanish moss-covered banyans on the right. It looked like the maw of a swamp opening to consume you, but the fence held its jaws just far enough apart for you to slip through. That's a great line. Jesus, Mm -hmm. that's... mm. Beautiful scene setting. Yeah. The tourists would call it the creepy road, but we called it Lane 7.5. Just a silly Harry Potter reference because we'd have to tell people just to drive blindly through the moss without crashing into something. Some of them would turn around before getting more than a few dozen feet in. Am I, I will say on rereading the lane seven, is it like a platform nine and three quarters? Yeah, kind of I think that's the joke. Okay, I got you. The tourist season was always around spring break. College kids would head to Tampa for beaches and bush gardens. And some of them would wake, make the 30 mile, 30 mile, 30 mile. <laughs> 30 mile. Some of them would make the 30 minute trek to Keystone during their visit. Lake Calm made for a great secluded spot, if you catch my drift. <laughs> the college students were having sex. They were touching each other on their private They were doing lay down naughties. <laughs> there may have been wieners involved. <laughs> <laughs> The lake itself had kayak and canoe rentals open from March to September. Though I'll be damned if I ever saw a boat out there after May. Tourists are crazy in their own right. They come down from all those states up north and hop in that lake water like it's a bathtub. Wouldn't catch me dead in that ice bath. Don't know how they could handle it. Though I guess that's what living in snow country will do to you. Are there cold lakes in Florida? I think it's possible, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh... It's you. The lake, or is uh, the lake itself? Or no, the story started a few years after Old Whaley opened up the Blazer. I grew up hearing swamp t- tales of swamp babes. My fo- father swore all the way to his deathbed that he shot one once, so it wasn't any surprise to me that people started talking about a creature haunting Lake Calm. 
<laughs> Nobody could ever give a full description. Some mentioned a strange sound of cellophane. Others talked about toothy lips. Some said it dragged itself around by its huge arms. But the one thing that always remained consistent was the sweet smell in the air anytime it was seen, like a freshly opened bar of chocolate. Oh. At first, I thought they were just as kooky as my old man. Hell, the water lilies are sickeningly sweet, and the spring is their peak time. But then the frogs started disappearing. Oh no, it's the child. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, was, was, like, was that AI Alan talking just now? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I do sure like the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian sure makes me want to do an ice bath challenge. <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay, sorry. Whoa, okay, I think I think the time settings are off on the, on the bot. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I've got it mostly cobbled back together. Here, keep keep reading, and I'll I'll see if I can get a few uh, uh, like bolts back. Gotcha, gotcha. The guttural croaking of the frogs in the Florida wetlands could knock the wax right out of your ears. Some people mentioned seeing frogs smushed on the ground, but the following year, some researchers came and surveyed the lake and found a significant decrease in frogs. Well, not just frogs. Insects and birds, too. But the turtles were still there, and the fish. They couldn't make heads or tails of it. Of course, then Irma hit, and they forgot about their project and never came back. The tourists all decided it was something to do with contaminated Florida water, which is a band I used to play bass with. (laughs) (laughs) This is is definitely believable. I, I mean, now that I read this, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Kylie once lived in Florida, so that makes sense. And now it's like, oh yeah. The but, voice is really, really good in this. Yeah. It's it one is. of the reasons I really like this one. Same. But uh this is also very true with like frogs. I saw so many frogs when I lived in Florida. Like they were everywhere. You probably heard even more than you saw. Oh yeah, absolutely. They uh and also the insects, the insect population is weird. God. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, oh yeah. Uh, people stopped coming to Lake Calm after all that, but the frogs never came back. My buddy Daniel would go out and fish the calm waters. He said he never saw a damn thing besides fish. Said the place gave him a li- the creeps on account of all the silence. Asked me if I'd go with him sometime just to break the quiet. I ever tell you about the time my buddy Daniel took me out fishing on Lake Calm? Lake calm? <laughs> <laughs> damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Third degree burn. Okay. 90% Still of it. We're still a few years off, I think. <laughs> I think I think I went way back, but, but then again, I'm not yeah. an AI, so. Uh, we went out for a lazy afternoon. Cooler packed with buds and bait box stuffed with worms. His dog, Buck, joined us that day. Daniel hadn't been kidding, though. The stillness was unsettling, like someone had sucked the sound straight from the air. We did a good day of fishing, but struggling to bring ourselves to, struggled to bring ourselves to talk much on the void of that noiseless lake. Good imagery. Mm-hmm. That evening, we headed for shore and gutted the fish for cooking. Daniel got up a fire going, and we had ourselves a fresh Florida dinner. The crackling flames calmed our nerves, and we got a little tipsy. I knocked over some canoes. Their crashing sound echoed through the trees, and both Daniel and I stood shock still for a moment, staring at each other before letting out a hoot so loud, Jesus in heaven probably heard it. Hoot! <laughs> I fucking love the voice of this. This is great. <laughs> We got on with our two-man party. Daniel wouldn't shut up about his latest movie idea, but it wasn't much later that old buck started yapping at, 
uh, at something up behind a boat rental shack. I'm starting to develop a Southern accent as I read it because it's... You get a bit of a drawl as you do. Yeah. Daniel just hollered at him to shut his yip at first, but but kept going. It, it, it reads like that. That's yeah, like, no, it's great. Wasn't like him not to listen, and Daniel was getting a little irate. Thought it was funny sight until Buck let out a sickening squeal. Never heard a sound like that before. Hope I never do again. I was sure when we found him, his throat was going to be hanging outside his mouth. We both ran to the edge of the firelight, but couldn't make out any shapes. <laughs> Gracie's adding to the story. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel grunted something about forgetting a flashlight at the house, but I knew there was one in the boat and fetched it. We set out into the still night with nothing but Buck's last breath to guide us. Yee. If the dark didn't sober me, the silence sure did. I couldn't stop thinking about those movies where the people end up in another dimension. Daniel wasn't even brave enough to call out Buck's name above a whisper. Busy Buck Bumble. <laughs> the woods stretched out. The woods stretched out before us for what felt like miles. Though I knew there was a landscaping company not a thousand feet from the tree line. The fact didn't come for me as the sweet smell of chocolate assaulted my nostrils. Daniel let out a whimper and I followed his gaze. Mm. Before us stood a creature dark and bloated. It swayed slowly back and forth and it didn't seem to have any discernible eyes. Later, I would venture to guess the pink blobs on top of its head were some way for it to sense light in all directions. But as far as I was concerned in that moment, it hadn't seen us. I wasn't sure it could see us. All over its hulking body were small protrusions with paired holes that inhaled and exhaled at random intervals. Its long arms would have been dragging on the ground if they hadn't been holding Buck in a silent embrace. Uh, I want to pet the dog. That actually, reading that actually made me feel kind of uncomfortable. Dang. I just want to pet the dog. Buck hung lip, limp, but alive across the creature's forearms. I could just make out a heavy silver substance dripping from a wound in the creature's arm. Daniel must have seen it too, because he said quietly to me, Oh, Buck must have got him. Of course, that's when the damn thing stopped swaying and twisted slowly in our direction. You done fucked up. <laughs> I, I used to have a little friend, George. I held up a finger to my lips and glared at Daniel. He looked at me pleading and then ran his ass so fa- his ass so fast back to the fire. I'd sworn he had been planning it from the start. <laughs> <sighs> Gotta go. Hey, fuck you, Daniel. Yeah. Damn, Damn Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> so there wow, I we both need to up- we need to update both your years. I know. Yeah. So there I stood. Some creature nearly twice my height slowly inching towards me with my buddy's near dead dog hanging from its arms. The hairs weren't standing up on my neck. They'd done they done made a reversion uh, reservations elsewhere and left completely. I didn't dare move. That's a great line. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, I love this voice. Hold on, let's let's actually check on the air on the Allen robot first, real quick. Let me um uh act, activate activate voice algorithm. <clears throat> Boy, I sure would like to do the Harlem Shake with Rugby <laughs> Cat. <laughs> yeah, no, still still pretty far off, actually. Yeah. Okay, okay, let me adjust it. It's your paragraph anyway, so gotcha. Um, before I had? Yes. Before I had a chance to think about all the people I'd be happy not to see again. (laughs) 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 The horse-like call of a screech owl rang out from the woods. 
The monster opened up a bunch of those holes around its body and let out what I swear to my sweet mama was a sigh. With one hand, the animal gently petted Buck, and then with the other, just as carefully set him down. Aww. Buck was frozen, Aww. aside from his shaking, and I still didn't dare move. I barely breathed. The creature gave Buck one more little pat and then turned and headed towards the calling owl. Buck made his way toward me, and I hurried up to the fire. When Daniel realized Buck was alive, he dropped to the ground and hugged that dog. He never did bark again. That's cryptic. Was he scared into never barking again, or did he get hurt by Eddie to the point where he can't bark anymore? Oh. Ah. Last paragraph. Mm-hmm. I went back to Lake Calm plenty of times after that. The lake had lived up to its namesake. Won't catch me whistling any tunes while I'm there. But if I do ever catch a scent of chocolate, I know that old sweetheart Eddie is just hanging around looking for some company. Ah, uh, I think what made this story stand out is the voice. It, Absolutely. It has that great Southern draw that works perfectly for the setting. Like, oh my God. I, I like, I knew Florida people who talked like this. This is. Uh, mm. Yeah, I dig it. I think, um, I, I, I like that it, I, I like that we, the creature didn't really have a name until I, do we, I don't know why we necessarily call it Eddie, but that's fair. Why not? What do I call it? Oh, that's Eddie. Just feel like naming it Eddie. Yeah. I'm honestly impressed. I'll just say this broadly. We need to take some really dumb stuff we came up with and make it into some of the cool stories, honestly. <laughs> right. I, I think the holes on the body is what made me the most uncomfortable. That's mm, the describing yeah. of that, the description of that. Ugh. Ugh. It, it is it is a little it is a little unsettling. It's very unsettling. If you got trichophobia, then you know. Which is funny, I know Kylie has that. So. <laughs> Well, thank you, Kylie. That was a excellent entry, and you are a winner as you. Third place. GG. Uh, what's you up? win the prize. Alan, what's our second place? I think the humor is derived from the fact that the hamsters dance and the song is very silly. Oh, well, you <laughs> God damn it. Okay, sorry. I think wow. I sent him back too far. I, 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 turned, I turned the bolt the wrong way. Hang on. No, 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 no. We're... It should, is it supposed to? Okay, I think we're going the right direction because now it's starting to do um, party like it's 1999, but it's the Will Smith like one that he alludes mm, to that a little bit. Okay, another year. Anyway, um, what is our next? Our next one. Uh, our second place story is Bumble Buddies. Who wrote this one, David? You're not going to believe this. This one was submitted by Eli. Are you? kidding me are you fucking with me no i'm not wow (laughs) god damn it (laughs) uh of cinnamon epone and animal fact files so looks like we have a duo a a tag team working their way into the into the the winner's circle here we did not know like i had it like okay with Bumble Buddies, I kind of had a hunch, but I didn't, I wasn't too sure. But yeah, oh, wow. It's a conspiracy. It's, Not from us, it's a conspiracy from them. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I, I you know, it, it's funny because like, I, I, when I reread at Sweet Eddie, I'm like, oh yeah, I can, oh, okay, I can see this. I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to do the same with Bumble Buddies too. Well, I'm looking at the first paragraph. I'm like, I mean, yep. I, yeah, I saw North Carolina. I was like, mm, I think it might be one of them. But I, I, I mean, 
I wasn't uh, a lot too... of people could be from North Carolina for all we know. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, we're, we're over here in California and all we know is California, Oregon, Washington. That's it. No other States exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> shit am i not real uh i don't know i mean you have a robot that looks like you i'm not even sure that that i'm talking to the real alan even right now it's true by I the way i do think like i do like hamster dance hamster dance is not bad i i think we're starting to make some progress alan over here on the robot because uh it's starting to argue with me about uh it's starting to argue with me about which who I should vote for, but it's using uh, donkey and elephant themed Beanie Babies to do it. Hmm. Okay, that's that's uh, that's that's a, that's a positive shift. Mm-hmm. So we're we're moving forward. Uh, I want to know what Alan Robot's going to vote for. Hey, what? Okay. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. He doesn't want to disclose that. He's just making the argument that the the donkey and the elephant should fight each other. Oh. And he's doing that by by throwing the beanie babies at each other uh, vigorously. Vigorous. Yeah, no, that that could be me. <laughs> uh, so so bumble Alan, buddies. Alan, you want to read the first paragraph? My twin sister and I grew up in a small house in Western North Carolina. Oh, sorry, one of my earbuds was falling out. Uh, our parents must have had their hands full with just the two of us in those close quarters because they never did have any other kids. We got along for the most part not including the sibling squabbles you would expect of two children born only nine minutes apart. Without many friends in our small hometown, <laughs> we stayed each other's best friends until the day we parted ways for different colleges. Iris and I knew each other on a level that only twins can really understand, if you ask me. Well, a few classmates we all ha- uh, we had all bullied Iris because of her interest in anime and video games. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> they would call her Eyeless and put on a fa- fake Asian accents when they mocked her. Assholes. Oh, you dicks. Sounds about right. I wasn't too interested in the anime part myself, but we certainly bonded over video games. Even when things got rocky at home and no matter how mad we were at one another, it always seemed that video games brought a calm between us. Iris's favorite was this weird action game for the Nintendo 64 called Buck Bumble. I don't remember exactly how we got our family copy of it, but once we had it, that game became a fixation for Iris. It was almost like comfort food, always being there when she was down or bored. The game didn't have a cooperative multiplayer mode, and neither of us much enjoyed competing in versus mode. When we played together, we would take turns running through the game's main story, swapping every time one of us died. I've only played Buck Bumble exactly one time, and it was because Alan brought a copy of Buck Bumble with him (laughs) when he came and visited us one year. It's true. I did do that. The game's meh. But the soundtrack is mwah. Yes. About time it's time to rock with the biggest box. Um, hey, future David. <laughs> yeah, you know it. It's put already it, in, Alan. Yeah. Alan, it's, it's already happening. Oh, like wow. I can hear future David having run this in the background while we've been talking. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's just on loop, very quietly throughout the entirety of this story. <sighs> All right, <laughs> awesome, awesome, mm-hmm. and uh, also six underground. Are you going to mix Buck Bumble and Six Underground? Maybe for a split second? Yeah. We'll see how future David feels. One night during sophomore year of college, I keeled over dead. I was dead. I died. (laughs) I keeled over with a massive pain in my chest. I had experienced psychosomatic pain before, but I wasn't immediately worried I had a heart attack. None of the pains had been this bad before. 
but it quickly dawned on me as I lay curled up on my dorm room mattress what this meant. You had your twin tether cut. The next week, I drove six hours back home for Iris's funeral. It was what you would expect with her corpse all dolled up and her veins filled with the embalming fluid. Oh, Yeek. Geez. I didn't have much of a reaction when I went up to her viewing. My family told me later that I was going through a shock or one of the stages of grieving. Everyone grieves in their own way, they would tell me. The truth was, I was numb at this point. I had felt the extent of my grief that night, thanks to our bond. I felt what she felt, and now I felt nothing. I like that it doesn't necessarily elaborate on how she died, just that she did, and it was abrupt, you know? Uh. Yeah, and it's like, in a weird way it's interesting that is a weird way how grief is the way that grief is described here is kind of true people yeah. react different ways like you i've like um there's moments where you do just numb up and then mm. there's moments where you just break down crying with agony and pain oh absolutely is it uh is it my paragraph yes before heading back to school i spent two nights at my parents place they seemed relieved to have me present but i was restless the whole time I walked around the entire block that uh, constituted downtown one day and was taken aback by how different it all felt. Maybe it was the two years away from home because Iris wasn't there with me like she would have been on a holiday break, but something had fundamentally shifted since I was a child. The last night I stayed in town, my parents both turned in early. Some extended family had hung around after the wake of the funeral. A nearby native reservation served as the home of a casino their interest for which none of them showed much tact in hiding. (laughs) My parents were beat mentally, emotionally, and physically, leaving me to my own devices. Who beat up your parents? (laughs) (laughs) The the relatives who wanted to gamble? Yeah. We don't have anything to gamble with. We're going to take your money and run. Yeah. Maybe I break your thumbs, you dirty bitch. (laughs) I don't don't know where that came from. I I think that came from, uh, I think that came from AI. Oh, yeah. That was, that, was, that was him and not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Since getting into town, I had stayed in the room given to me by parents by my parents when Iris and I were old enough to be separated. I was drawn to staying in her room for the final night. It would at least let me feel close to her, if not help me shake the malaise I had been experiencing since she left us. I laid down in her bed on top of the covers and stared up at the glow-in-the-dark stars pasted all over the ceiling. I must have dozed off fully clothed in jeans and a jacket because I woke with a start in pitch black. It was so quiet in our hometown compared with the city life I had come to know. Reaching over, I turned on the lamp on the side table. Iris' room was just as it had been when we moved out. Oh, man. I looked around at the posters adorning her walls and the jewelry she had left behind on her vanity. The room would either remain this way for decades out of reverence and grief or be gutted and turned into an office by year's end. At least I felt something now. The desperate need to remember how it looked. I took out my phone and snapped pictures from different angles. We're talking about early 2010s phone technology, so I captured a room in all its low-quality glory. (laughs) The last photo I took was of the tube TV she had never gotten rid of, sitting alone in the corner with an N64 placed in the small stand beneath it. Without a second thought, I went to the setup, grabbed a pillow from the pile nearby, and sat down on the floor. She hadn't even ejected her favorite game from the console. I hit the power button and picked up the first player controller, complete with the bumble pack. That's what we called it, at least. <laughs> That's the only foul I'm going to call on this story. The, the one foul is the bumble pack was a real thing, and that's what they called it. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Why not? In honor of Iris, I figured I would give the game one more go. It wouldn't take long to complete, even if I was a little rusty and sleep wasn't coming back anytime soon. Buck Bumble consists of 19 stages, none of which that take that much time. I made it through the first 10, no problem. It was after the intro video for stage 11, which gives the title and a brief set of instructions that the console reset itself. Immediately, I reached into the stand with the N64 and shoved another cartridge under the power supply. The system had experienced this problem for years, where the chunky uh, adapter weighed, weighed so much that it would sag over time. Without making full contact consistently, the console would lose power for a split second and restart on its own. We always used another game cartridge to prop the power supply up and prevent this. That's a good detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to do that with uh, my computer's old uh, speakers sometimes, my PC at least. With the power back on, I proceeded to stage 11. I presume, wow. <laughs> I proceeded to stage 11 titled Hurdling Research. The text at the bottom of the screen where I should have received objections. Objections. <laughs> <laughs> oh no AIL a- a- is starting to like <laughs> go nuts ah, Kermit drinking tea <laughs> okay we're getting there we're getting there we're getting there just I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it in sleep mode for now while I put the finishing touches on it okay let, let me take a crack at that paragraph now uh, right. with the power back on I proceeded to stage 11 titled hurdling research the text at the bottom of the screen where I should have received objectives started to appear, which I would normally just ignore. It caught my eye, however, as it provided only two words. Blast them. This was a phrase Iris and I would call to each other when playing Buck Bumble as a form of encouragement. Seeing it put so plainly made me smile, as I couldn't remember who said it first, but figured it must have come from this screen. Continuing with the game, I reached stage 12, where an even shorter objective was present- presented. Innocence. I figured the game must have started pulling random text from the other parts of the code, maybe on account of the accidental resetting, or Iris not removing the cartridge from the system uh, for perhaps years. The game still played fine, though, so I carried on. I don't recall all the objectives the game gave me from this point on, but I remember a few as they continued in their single word commands. Shame. Gone. Hello? I. And separate. I was too delirious from sleep loss to uh, to think to snap a picture. It felt like my body was finally ready to go back to sleep, but that something inside of me couldn't rest until I finished. At least I was feeling something again. I made it all the way to the final boss, the queen. And just as we had hundreds of times before, I zapped her out of existence. Wow, I can't think of a video game I've beaten hundreds of times. (laughs) (laughs) I guess when you have a twin and the two of you are... Well, technically, maybe they've beaten it hundreds of times together. Yeah. Maybe they've only beaten it 50, like, you know, 50s of times, but they played it at the same time. Well, it's so. just as we had, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. The game's ending rolled like normal without any other te- text glitches. I turned off the console and collapsed into a heap on Iris's bed. Later in the morning, I woke up and took a shower. Getting um, ready for my trip back to school, I took one last look around Iris's room as a way of saying goodbye. My eyes fixated on the N64 for a time before I decided to grab it. I brought it back to college where I kept playing Buck Bumble from time to time. Even now, whenever I think of Iris and I miss her, I'll fire up the little console and run through the game. It doesn't leave its place in front of my TV no matter how many times I move, and the game never gets ejected. Sometimes when I play it, it feels like I'm looking at an old photo album of people you know died before you even before you were even born. But other times it feels like I'm playing alongside Iris. This is 
very sweet. And I, yeah. melancholy is the word I would use for this story. Yeah. I, I like, uh, it was one of those, like, it felt so unique from the other stories. Um, there is a little bit of that. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Cause it still has a bit of the whole, Oh, I kept playing for hours. It's like, I couldn't stop. I couldn't, I just kept playing for hours. Weird texts happen, but it's done in a sweet melancholic way. That- it doesn't feel like it's possessive or like the game is being possessing or anything like that. Or it even, it's even like particularly ghostly. It's just like, it's like the faintest traces of something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Um, I, I looked into it. The Buck Bumble Rumble Pack was not specifically marketed as the Bumble Pack, but er- everyone called it the Bumble Pack. Everyone called it the Bumble Pack. That tracks, honestly. Probably why Eli put. Well, that's what we called it. <laughs> that, that that's a that's a key marketing opportunity missed. Yeah, if you had, if yeah. You had sold Buck Bumble with a Rumble Pack, but called it the Bumble Pack. <laughs> My goodness. Good job, Not Eli. And yeah. now I like this. It's good with yes. the Biggity Buck Bumble. <laughs> Here's your second place pin. I can't really give it to you because I, we're not in the same place. But here you go. Enjoy your spiritual pin. We have a point of inspiration. And we are now flinging the dart at you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I I, I pantomimed. No one's needed to see this. I don't know why it is. I pantomimed flinging the dart and my arm crashed into Kayla's knee. Sorry. Good job. Uh, We have one more. We have one more. The number, the first place winner. Who could? Yes, we do. That first place winner is the road trip. Ooh. It's fucking Beth, isn't it? Yep. It's God Beth damn it. Morton. I knew it. It's Beth Morton. I fucking it's knew it. Beth Morton. I it's fucking, Beth Morton. Like, there was a part of me that's like, I okay, because early on, it, it says this early on, um, that it, it takes place in Canada, and I'm like, it's fucking Beth. But then I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Beth is not the only Canadian we well, know. no, but like... <laughs> She's the like, she's the Canadian that like will write actually take place in Canada and all that like write stuff from Canada and all that and she's one that actually submits writing. <laughs> this I mean, story is submitted to us by Beth, by Beth, President of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even that I'm like, okay, this and but I had to separate like, okay, before maybe, anybody, before anyone um please us, she's the President of Canada. The Prime Minister is a different person. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But like I'm reading, I'm like okay, I think it's that is Beth's now reading. now show now show canon. <laughs> I, I, I think it's Beth, but I had to separate. But as I'm reading, I'm like this is so fucking good. It's so well written. It's so fucking good. And I'm like okay, no no no, I can't. And and I, and I thought okay, maybe I'm crazy. But then you guys also put in your to- top three, and I'm like oh thank God, I feel so much better that I'm not like <laughs> that it's not that I'm not like ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now that, that helps say you're not crazy. Yeah. It is Beth. You talented. Gah. Uh, Helen. Most people, when they say they want to travel after graduation, mean they want to backpack across the UK or take cute photos next to exotic landmarks or harass non-white locals in a foreign country. So the fact that Ant and I, Ant and I were deep into gator country, but still hundreds of miles away from Orlando, made it pretty clear that he and I aren't most people. Ant and I have been best friends since fifth grade. 
He moved to my school earlier that year and was warmly welcomed with charming nicknames and kicks to the um, pavement. When he found out that I threw my glasses up a, uh, up a tree that next week, he asked me if I wanted to play Lego Star Wars at his place after school. From that day, we went from defenseless Anthony and Benjamin to inseparable Ant and Germ. We still got banged up sometimes, but the name calling stopped when they figured out that their bug and bacteria jokes didn't bother us anymore. That's cute. <laughs> I like, oh, the flavor there is, mm, yeah. It, like, I really get a sense of who these characters are immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh, we shared similar interests into our adolescence and beyond. We traded Yu Gi Oh cards during lunch. We ran around the yard pretending to have our own omnit- omnic- Omnitrixes? Om- Omnitrixes. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, I don't know what that is. We even saw the Clone Wars in the theater together to our disappointment. Well, they clearly like Star Wars, so. But one thing that transcended our childhood was our fascination with cryptids. At a school book fair, when everyone rushed to the till to buy all the smelly erasers, goofy pens, and cheap bookmarks their allowances could buy. Do people actually? Ant and I were immediately drawn to this... hmm? Never mind. I'll, I'll mention it after the paragraph. Okay. Ant and I were immediately drawn to this big book of monster facts. It wasn't a fully comprehensive collection, but since our own local legends weren't mentioned... Ugh. It wasn't a fully comprehensive collection since our own local legends weren't mentioned, but it had so many completely alien to us. The Jersey Devil, the Yowie. Is that pronounced correct? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, that's correct. The Yowie, Yowie. Yeah. yeah. So are they reading about a monster or are they reading gay anime porn? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe both. Gay monster anime porn. Yes. Hey, Beth, draw some gay monster anime porn. Draw this fucking thing for your story. Nakalavi, the black shuck. It's like the spirits of every mythical creature in the world possessed its glossy pages and vexed us into spending 1839 to be our own. What were you going to say, David? Did people actually rush the till at these things to buy smelly erasers, goofy pens, and cheap bookmarks? We actually did. Yeah, public schools did have uh, school book fairs. This is, I mean, I know about school book fairs, but this fascination with these little things that I wouldn't have cared about at all is a mystery to me. Keep oh, in yeah, mind, we, I wasn't. I was homeschooled, well, so yeah, we had smelly. I, like I, as a kid, I had smelly erasers and like goofy pens. I did uh, not. That that was like a uh, bookmarks. I, I usually they just give those out to, for free. But... I, I typically went pretty hard at the Scholastic Book Fair. Same. I was like a. Bo- I was like, okay, what books can I get? That was like my favorite time of year when I was a kid. I was like, <gasps> I was a kid, I was like <gasps> books, so many. Oh, mountains of books, also, hundreds of books. Um, Plus, it's, it's I also a- almost I almost misread goofy pens as goofy penis. <laughs> what a goofy ding dong look like. Yes, what Goofy Ding Dong look like. It's <laughs> uh, your paragraph. Next. It worked. We would read our respective copies front to back to front again so frequently that they oh. fell apart. My cover is actually... Yes, Gracie, I know. My You're cover- another cryptid. I know. She really is a cryptid. Um, my cover is... Act- you know, uh, I think uh, this is just a hint at... Uh, an upcoming contest, but I think I want to do a contest that involves cryptids. Writing, con- yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in the future. Yeah, uh, a writing contest that is what I mean. So uh, it's high time you you proposed a, a writing challenge that you hosted one, mm-hmm. spearheaded one. Yeah, get off your lazy ass and help. <laughs> <laughs> um, my cover is actually also gone altogether. It's just a stack of creased pages. 
we spent long hours into our teens and even our early 20s just talking to each other about who would win in a fight, how we catch one, and which one, which one, one, which, one. Uh, which was objectively better than the other, and aggressively defended Mothman. And I teased him for it ever since I found out how thirsty people were. Good. <laughs> I, I never want to think about people being thirsty for the Mothman. Just I've, no. got a, I've got I've got Stage little Mothman hung up uh, uh, right right here on my on my shelf. Oh, that's right. We got our little cryptids from from Sane. We yeah. got the Mothman and the uh, Flatwoods monster. Yeah, they're upstairs mm-hmm. um, on my bookshelf. It was my second year of college that Aunt proposed a road trip. Think about it, Germ. He said to me. <laughs> I was from the 1920s, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God damn it. Okay, hang on. Somehow a bullet, I slipped a bolt, and now it's talk. <laughs> Now it's just talking about the depression. You mean Boy, like- I sure do like that grappling that they're doing for entertainment now. <laughs> <laughs> How about those Nickelodeons? You can go see a movie just for a nickel. I'll tell you what, though. Dust Bowl or no Dust Bowl, I'm ain't moving to California. Think about it, Germ, he said, said to me, his excited, his excited shout peaking his phone mic. We drive out to our hometowns, camp for a couple nights, and I don't know, just see what we find. It was tempting, and by the time I graduated, I decided there was no way I was rushing into the workforce for the rest of my life after losing so many sleepless nights in a cold, monitor-lit bedroom studying. It was a time for a little fun first. It's time to rock with the busy bop bumble. Okay, so for the moment, I'm like, this is really good, this is really good. This is the paragraph, I'm like, oh fuck, this is written by Beth, isn't it? Well, I mean, it made sense to go to Kelowna first. Jesus Christ. She picked me up on its way through Vancouver. God and the next three it. hours were a blur of playing catch up between stretches of my pounding classic rock and his electric future synth. We drove past an old, our old elementary school with a rude gesture or two before we settled in a tiny RV park on the shoreline. I'm like, this is bad. And that's when we listened to Rush and played hockey at a Tim No, for the most part, I was like, yeah, I'm with it. This is great. This is awesome. Oh, it's written by Beth. (laughs) Well, disqualified. No, 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 no. It's so good. I also like like our new canon that we hate Beth for winning contests. (laughs) Beth is a very good writer, and she never fails to... I have a master list of all the winners, though. I got to go back and look and see uh, which ones she's won before. I think she's placed in different places in each one. But, yeah. You know, just powerhouse forced to be reckoned with. There's going to be a point where she's like, hey, I didn't win. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't get any in the top three. What the fuck, guys? How dare you? <laughs> no, she hey, but... hey, everyone listening to this, welcome to Alan realizing he's the worst. And I don't think I gave out prize money for my contest. Yeah, where's my fucking oh. money, bitch? <laughs> oh, I'm so bad. I'll get around to it. Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, you know what? We, we, we proposed your contest and then the contest happened in 2020. So I'm willing to. I think, I think Beth won that one too. No, I didn't. I won. Oh yeah. You, I, Beth was second place. Yeah. <laughs> With the. Uh, I beat your giant... ass, Beth. <laughs> the shitty story. I meant, I meant beside you because you're right here. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the nice thing is you've already you the, you already get the real prize. The, yeah, the shampoo. Yes. Um, That's coming someday. 
my question is uh the the funny part is oh my god I, so uh, David was in uh, Shovel Werewolf, and one of the games you guys had to play was Shaq Fu. It's true. And God, he, you made a reference to Alan Shady because of it. <laughs> yes, well, I did. I, I, I did see it. Yeah, I referred to the werewolf um, as Lon Chaney because... Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I did like that. I don't like that you, you know, talk shit on one of the best games of all time. I had, <laughs> a, script, I had, um, a, I had a script to read... I wasn't talking shit on it. I was reading a script where it was talking shit on Although it's great that you yelled, I am Kazam. I am Kazam. I mean, I don't watch, I never watch actually Kazam played today. It's it's it still holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Except still. for the part I posted about Yeah, it. yeah that's right. I saw that and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Although the part that cracks me up at that part is the look on Shaq's face when he's like, You wrote this bitch. <laughs> 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 stupid white kid. Uh, hey little white boy maybe you haven't gotten to this part in history class yet but not fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> not fucking cool okay who, who whose turn is it i think it's alan because i just read this part about yeah. the rv park on the shoreline as aunt sat down beside me it struck me how peacefully quiet it seemed the occasional bird call or wind through the trees was the only thing that carried over the soft waves of Okanagan Lake. So, he crunched noisily on one of the bags of chips he had just opened. Tell me what you remember and let's compare notes. We spent the better part of the night talking about and trying direly to spot out on the starlit water, the Ogopogo. My parents warned, don't go out in deep water or else the big scary plesiosaur will get you. Just a story to keep me in the shallows. But I still thought it was cool to have such a unique local myth. I was never more disappointed when I found out the Ogopogo wasn't even the most famous of 10 identical water monsters on the continent. It does have the best uh, name, though. I think, yeah. Hey, I think the Ogopogo is more famous than that. <laughs> I mean, you know, they were out there trying to prove something for the, for the Ogopogo. It was just another day. It's just yeah. another day. Just another day. Ogopogo is a good band. Go listen to them. Anyway, It's one of my favorite uh, bands. Go listen to them. It's one of my favorites, too. I know. That's, that's what Dan, that's what Danny Elfman should just be doing instead of <laughs> writing song, writing mediocre song. mediocre film score. Yeah, I said it. I fucking said it. <laughs> I mean, the last thing I think Kayla and I saw that had his score in it was Dumbo, and I don't remember it at all. Yeah, but then again, it was also Dumbo, and I blotted out a lot of that movie. Although we saw a suspiciously shaped log close to the shoreline, the fabled giant water noodle eluded us. <laughs> Also a band I used to play bass for. The Fable Giant Water Noodle. We didn't mind. We weren't here to be the next cryptid hunters so much as we were just a pair of friends looking to tell spooky campfire stories on location and maybe do some gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so after two days on an, of nostalgia talk between the stretches of ACDC and the midnight, who are you fucking saved? That sounds like... <laughs> Ooh, it's midnight. Sorry, I, 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 I meant to like Alan saying doing some gay stuff. I'm like... God, that's something Sade would say. <laughs> so after two days of nostalgia talk between stretches of ACDC in the midnight, depending on who had the auxiliary cable, Ant tucked his car off the road to the side of the tiny pond and shut his engine off. By the way, um, I, w- uh, I recently just saw or recently heard a uh, someone say they didn't know who the song Back in Black by ACDC. And I f- nearly fell back. I'm like, oh my God. 
And, and they're, they're high school students. So I'm like, oh my God, are we that old that people don't know the song Back in Black by ACDC? Could depend on where they're from. I think they were American. Hmm. Hmm. But then again, I mean, it's, it's possible that like, that's not a song that they ever fell across. Well, it's just, I don't know. It's a song that pops up in movies so often that. True, true. But then again, people are watching kids, kids, kids these days watching different kinds of movies. And we was watching as kids. Yeah. We're getting old. Every, getting uh, old. every, every post Bond Scott ACDC song sounds like just like less like awesome metal vocals and more just like someone yelling at you. <laughs> Probably should try and read this more. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, it's me. Yeah. Sorry. He stra- so they're parked near a pond. Yes. Do we know where they are? That's one thing I, I, I wanted to know the, here. They're, they're in Canada. They're by uh, to see mm. o, o, Opopogo. No, but they've been driving through two, for two days. Okay. Like, oh, from, okay. Yeah, from, no, that we established at the beginning we established at the beginning that they're in Florida. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, he stretched his arms up stiffly as he pulled his seat down horizontally. Find a comfortable spot now, Jerm, he said, reclining, or else it'll be a long night. Oh, it's going to be a long night, I said, as I unzipped my... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call my peen. <laughs> I smiled and exhaled sharply. I don't think I've slept in a car since we drove out to visit my uncle in Calgary when I was nine. I pulled the lever and jerkily matched Ian's resting position. So tell me about this thing. I still can't find anything about him online. Picture the blobfish thing, but instead of having his organs ruptured from the water pressure change, it's just like that. All fat and bloated? Yeah, he tried to stifle a laugh badly. A kid in my second grade got detention for saying my teacher looked like him. I felt bad, but I laughed too. Kids were terrible. He and I knew that as much as anybody. Kids don't know ACDC, therefore kids are terrible. (laughs) (coughs) He explained that the Calm Lake monster, affectionately called Sweet Eddie by his hometown classmates, aggressively hated noise. His sensitive ear holes couldn't handle anything louder than his own splashing. Anything disturbing his peace set him uh, into a seek and destroy mission. You know, technically, this story and uh, and I named him Eddie could have happened at the same universe at the same time because this is still the Calm Lake monster. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was on my mind. Hours after Ant had long since conked out. If I had thought the silence on Kelowna's shore was deafening, this was like a jet engine. No birds, no frogs, no bugs. Even the tall reeds seemed breezeless. Nothing broke the quiet but Ant's long, deep breaths <laughs> as I held mine. That's right, Christy. I looked with some difficulty through the dark wind, no, the dirty window, and the inky black night into the murky water. Its depths were indecipherable past lily pad coated glass still surface. I lay back down facing the doors. Was I expecting to see it there? We just here for atmos- We were just here for atmosphere. Was I really this scared? I was just on the cusp of sleep sometime later, my eyes growing heavy, knees, when a low groan... Knees, what? knees weak, arms spaghetti. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when a low groan brought me bolt upright again, I looked straight ahead, scanning the water as I cannonballed into hyperventilations. Despite my loud gasps for air, I still tried to force my <laughs> jaw slack. 
fearing my clattering teeth would bring him right to me. Ant snored again, and I felt like the biggest idiot in the universe. I let out a shaky breath as I tried to wane my adrenaline. The pizza, I thought to myself with a laugh. We stopped at some shady mom-and-pop pizza joint before coming here, and the grease this close to bedtime was skyrocketing my anxiety. I vowed to tell Ant in the morning just how much of an idiot we both were before making uh, to rest my head for real this time. And inches from the window, peering out from an impossibly swollen face, were a pair of tiny man-like eyes, and they were furious. The car rocked as it pressed against it. Oh, that's so good. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, guys. You got any potato chips? Without thinking, I re- <laughs> Without thinking, I reached over and slammed both hands on the horn. <laughs> Ant woke up just in time to see it hunch over and moonlight catching its tar-like inhuman skin. And we were both suddenly choked by a coyly fake chocolate-like stench. I like how real this reaction is. <laughs> yeah, this is a, I, this is a great reaction. Most people are like, "Oh, if they free." I mean, a lot of times I read it's like there's, there's, there's not a there's not a dose of Jera symptoms in this. No. Not at all. It's 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 just like ah ah. <laughs> 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 drive, I spat out. I spat out. The horn's still wailing. Drive, drive, drive. <laughs> He blacked out. Uh, he blacked out. We crashed into a ditch. <laughs> I died. He died. He backed We're out. Dead down. Now. <laughs> he backed out down the road as I sat frozen, terrified. My sanity would shatter if the headlights caught anything more than the water rippling like a large stone was tossed in dead center. Ooh, this is, yeah, this is this is good. Adrenaline carried us for hours to a cheap, tacky motel in Orlando before we crashed. I practically body slammed into the stained Toy Story print sheets. Ew. I... <laughs> Something got stained Toy Story print sheets. Y'all want to fuck on Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> <laughs> to actually... infinity and beyond! So these actually do exist. There's a bunch of motels outside of Disney World because basically Orlando is just all dedicated to Disney World mm-hmm. uh, that have like Disney themed shit. So this is <laughs> this is really believable. I looked up through bleary eyes and caught Ant pulling his laptop out. What are you doing? I asked, thinking he was writing the account down like I am to tell somebody, anybody, what happened. Find park tickets. We're going tomorrow, he said shortly. It was the right call. The cheery atmosphere, and more importantly, excessive noise, helped us forget what happened for a while. That figures, he said to himself as we stepped off our damp log. (laughs) Flume. (laughs) <laughs> as if the drop gave him a sudden revelation what he smiled his eyes a little sad and fearful under the brim of his goofy eared hat that if this that if there's a real one in, out there it'd be in florida <laughs> i i fucking love this story it's the characters are very well defined the reaction is amazing um this is a story where it's very, very slow, and then suddenly, oh shit! Yeah, and then it's chill again. I like it. I like. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. No, this is this was quite good. Mwah. Quite good. Beth, Beth, you you continue to impress. I give this, and I'm going to marry your dad, Ryan. <laughs> After all, Splash Mountain was low key name dropped in this, except not. It was just referenced. <laughs> All right, Beth is our first place winner in the Creepy Cooking Staff Contest. 
Thank you everyone for submitting to this contest. These are honestly the struggle was real. This was the hardest contest to judge. I'm not kidding. It was fucking real. I'm not kidding. There was moments where like, well, what about this start? Mm, Maybe like we, I, I think all of us said we kept switching our favorites over, like as we would like go back or reread them or like. Mm You guys, you guys brought it, brought it in like, damn. Oh, absolutely. Well done. That's why we're going to everybody. Thank you. That's why for our next episode, we're going to read what our judges personal favorites were. Mm hmm. So I all sorry. I also want to say this is a good opportunity to see that with these prompts, people can come up with some cool shit. And uh, I want to pitch to Alan that somewhere down the line, give it a little time to build up. Uh, we once we have a, a a fresh batch of prompts, we do something like this again. Yeah, for sure. Gracie agrees. We'll, we'll even we'll even we'll even re-add in prompts that didn't even get you, no one used in this one. <laughs> it's true. There were a couple. I mean, like I said before, the the pudding the pudding ritual and sweet Eddie were the two most popular uh, prompts in this one. Yep. Uh, one of the ones that didn't get covered, I'm a little sad about, was the uh, cruise ship incubus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sad we didn't get a uh, gay cruise ship incubus. Eh, maybe someday. Do we dare reveal the ones, the other ones that got covered? Uh, let's we'll wait. save it. We'll save that for for the future. We will save. I think it'll be good. Uh, hey. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, hey, if you like listening to this, check out our other podcasts on uh, Creative Horror website, like Darkly Lit, and episodes of The Witching Hour, and Trick or Track. And Midnight Marinara. And Midnight Marinara, where all of us have written stories for that. And if you don't like this show, but like Disney and crap. (laughs) (laughs) You can listen to our Animusings podcast on the Venview Network, where we review Disney movies. Alan's been on a few episodes. It's true. I have. He's uh, not lying. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, if you are interested in submitting a story for us to read, uh, you can email them to midnightmarinara at gmail.com and they will get added to the growing list of stories. We're always on the lookout for new entries. We're happy to provide feedback, critique where we can, as long as you're willing to put up with our dumb, dumb sense of humor um, and our just completely off the wall antics. Sometimes our just complete laziness of recording episodes at the 11th hour and me not putting a ton of effort into the editing because that's the kind of show this is. That being said, uh, the, the, it's open. If you want to support uh, Creative Horror, Midnight Marinara, or this particular podcast, we do have a Patreon. So you can check that out. Any level gets you access to our Choice Dregs archive. We have a bunch of those. It's all the stuff we record in the middle or at the end or at the beginning of these episodes that gets cut out. Uh, arrange into these just bizarre little tangents uh but there's also huge backlogs of material from uca and midnight marinara that uh run the gamut going back almost to the beginning of the uh, of midnight marinara's run so there's a big archive of stuff there plus it gives you access to the group discord and patrons get priority when it comes to who we read the stories for first wow i actually did a decent amount of pitching that time i'm so like, proud it of sounded you decent Damn. Damn. <laughs> I also, I, I think, well, I had enough time. I think I got uh, A Island uh, fixed up a little bit. So we don't have to take it back to the store. Let's test it out. Okay. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, not bad. How are you doing? 
Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I was just thinking about killing all humans. No! No, that's that, that's that's okay. Killing all humans is the theme of this year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, I think you set them on 2020. <laughs> 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 Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>